the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. It's David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on my Facebook page, at Anderson Speaks, or my YouTube page, Anderson Speaks. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And then, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital. And today's show is all about you. That's right. It's open phone in Friday. So anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. Ask me any question you want to. I can address anything you bring up. Uh, Of course, I can't answer any question, but uh, we know the one who has all the answers as well as we've got the good book right here and a lot of smart spirit-filled listeners. So I think we'll be okay if you want to go ahead and uh, ask whatever's on your heart. I'm a pastor. I'm a husband. I'm a father. Uh, as well as I uh, do a little bit of business and a few other leadership things that may be of interest to you, as well as I uh, run a diversity consulting firm. I'm also an author of about six books, and so uh, if you want to talk to me about any uh, thing, we can at least address And if we don't know the answer, we'll just tell you. Don't know it, not sure where to go with it. But, hey, whatever you're dealing with, I can walk you through it, talk you through it, pray you through it. This hour is for you. It's about you. And so give me a call. It's Call In Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. I've got you for the first hour of Rush Hour, so uh, don't miss it while you have the opportunity to connect. Again, the number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Also, let me just tell you right at the top of the hour that my uh, personal landscaper is willing to serve you and give you a quote on your home. So if you uh, have a lawn or some bushes or a tree to cut down, whatever it may be, Fidel Lopez can help you out. So he's our sponsor for today's show. I want to give him a shout-out. And if you want to call him, his phone number is 240-516-4967. That's Fidel Lopez, and he's the Anderson's personal yard specialist His number one more time at Innovationscapes is this, 240-516-4967. Let's commit our time to the Lord in prayer and start taking your phone calls. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the week. We thank you for how you've been faithful yet another day 
uh, another hour, and we just commit ourselves to you and pray that you would GPS our lives together as we have these conversations. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together, everyone said, amen and amen. I do believe that comprehension begins with conversation. And so let's get our conversation going. Before I do, let me just remind you, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com to connect with me uh, at any time uh, via email. There are other connections uh, on those websites as well, not only Anderson Speaks, but also EmbraceGracism.com. And if you're thinking about me and trying to figure out how to get a hold of me, just download the app Gracism. All right, you can uh, hit the phone icon. It'll call me while I'm in the studio. You can hit email. You can hit my social media. Uh, stay, stay in touch with me over the weeks to come. Let's go ahead and kick the show off in Woodbridge, Virginia, with Gary, who's on the line. Hello, Gary. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing fine, sir, and yourself. I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so very much for calling. What are you thinking about today, Mr. Gary? Well, I'm hearing some things, and I'm kind of confused. I'm hearing that you can pray, you can ask for forgiveness, but I'm also hearing that you're going to be judged. So help me with some clarification on that. So prayer, forgiveness, and judgment is your question, right? Correct. Well, let's go with uh, judgment first. Uh, for believers, uh, the only judgment you have is what we call the judgment of commendation. Commendation. In other words, you get to the other side, the Lord's going to con commend you for the things that you have done. He's going to award you. He's going to give you crowns for the things you have done. That's the judgment of commendation. All right. But then you have a judgment of condemnation. And uh, this white throne judgment is a judgment of non-believers who will be uh, exposed for all of the sins that they've ever committed. And then they will be uh, condemned to separation from God forever, which they've always wanted in a sense that they were separated from God because of their sin. They will be thrown into, as the scripture says, the lake of fire along with the devil himself, never to know God or, or, or spend eternity with God. So that is the judgment of commendation, con condemnation. So you have judgment of commendation judgment of condemnation now if you are a believer okay you are no longer condemned so there's no judgment of condemnation um, Romans 8 1 tells us you know you are no longer condemned ever so you're not condemned by God why because what he did on the cross was he washed away and wiped away all of your sins so therefore you are now righteous before God so God sees you through the filter of his son, not through the filter of your sin. Okay? So then the question becomes, well, right. do I have to ask God for forgiveness? Well, yeah, you ask God for forgiveness, not for eternal life. You've already done that. But because of relationship, if you've hurt God, the scripture says to believers in 1 John 1, 9, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. In other words, if, if I hurt you today and, uh, and you're my brother and then I come to you and say, I'm so sorry for hurting you, I ask you for forgiveness, you'll forgive me and our relationship is, is close again. But if I don't come ask you for forgiveness, there's still separation between us, even though we're brothers. So our position as brothers doesn't change, but our fellowship changes because of sin. Is that helpful to you, Gary? 
that helps me a whole lot. I really appreciate that. Excellent. I'm so glad uh, to help clear it up a little bit for you, okay? Thank you, sir. Blessings to you. That's Gary in Woodbridge, Virginia. Do you have a question you want to ask me? Maybe we can talk about it, pray about it, walk you through it, talk you through it. Sometimes it's just clarifying things, especially theologically. So I'm so glad that uh, Gary called. And I want to talk to you as well. Let me run to my break. If, if you uh, want to get in, now's the time to get in where you fit in. It's open phone in Friday. If you call now, within a couple minutes, you'll be up on my screen. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. That number, once again, it's open phone and Friday. Ask me any question. 888-43-BRIDGE. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like where Anderson speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. together safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement fixed give them a call 844-980-3707 that's 844-980-3707 Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's open phone in Friday. That's right. You're kicking it right here in the nation's capital on the East Coast with Dr. David Anderson on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast. Second in the entire country. And guess what? It's open phone and Friday. Give me a call. 888-432-7434. That is the number live in studio. Big shout out to my son, Luke Andy. At Luke Andy is his social media. He's watching today on the show as well out there from San Diego and L.A., California. So big shout out to your son. I love you. My 21-year-old 
888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Fairfax, Virginia, and talk to Steve, who's on the line. How's it going, Steve? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Welcome to the um, show. What are you I thinking? Of, um, I have a lot of respect for you. Um, okay. Thank you. Basically, last night there was a debate with, I think it's Mrs. Harris and Trump, and they had that, they had that exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the reason I didn't vote for Trump is because I felt like he was like a little nasty and argumentative and would put other people down. So Mm -hmm. I did not vote for him, but, and I'm sorry to say, but Ms. Harris sort of came off the same way with the putting the other person down and being a little nasty. And Mm. so now it just makes it may, I'm I'm not having made any decision, Okay, but it just makes me think. So it just makes me think, okay, about that situation. Does that make sense what I'm saying? It does make sense. The problem with uh, Mr. Trump is he called a lot of people names. I don't think Ms. Harris called people names, but she was very assertive. I I wouldn't have uh, called her nasty, though. I I think that when everybody else was screaming and hollering, I thought her line when she said, hey, listen, America doesn't need us uh, to see a food fight. You know, America needs to see how we can put food on their table. I thought that that was a good line. But uh, I can see what you're saying so far. It may have seemed like she was very assertive or maybe even aggressive. But I didn't I, personally. I didn't see it as her being uh, being nasty. I just saw her being strong and, and assertive. You know what I mean? Was there anybody else that you yeah, liked or uh, didn't like, Steve? Well, very unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch a whole lot of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I'm still I'm still listening to everybody right now. I, I mean, I haven't made any decisions, but sure. it's something to think about. Yeah, and what did you think about, um, I don't know how long you watched it, but what did you think about Buttigieg? Is that the mayor? Yeah, that's the mayor, dude. uh, He's married, gay, married? Um, I guess I just don't know. I don't have enough information. I mean, if he allowed, I I I believe everybody, no matter who it is, should be respected sure. you know, with respect and fairness and justice and sure. everyone should be treated equally so if, if anyone yeah. was treated unequally no he wasn't I'm completely against that no he wasn't i thought he did yeah. a, i thought he did a good job I, I wasn't impressed with biden though but again i'm open like you i'm watching all of them i watched the two days of debates and i'm still listening to mr trump as well and we'll see what happens in the you know in the next year but you know i love watching this stuff too uh so thanks steve for uh giving me your debriefing on this okay thank you have a great day hey you too have a good one let's go to noah noah's in uh, gaithersburg maryland hi noah it's dr anderson how are you i'm all right thank you for the dr anderson how are you oh i'm alive and grateful i appreciate your call and what are you thinking about yeah, I'm thinking about this question because it's my in my mind for a long time. Uh, we know that God is omniscient, He knows all things and everything. So why God will put the tree of the knowledge of good and the evil, knowing what is coming? I mean, even Christ died because of our sin. In other words, why did God allow us to choose between good and evil? Why He would put that? Because He knows that Adam would sin and all is. Uh, mess will follow. So why would God put the tree of knowledge of good and the evil at the first place? Well, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I wonder if it's because he wanted us to make choices to obey him and to trust him 
So out of all the trees in the garden, you've got the one tree that you cannot have. And it was, I believe it wasn't simply a tree uh, that, hey, listen, you can't have it. But it had knowledge of Satan from the fall. So when Satan was kicked out of heaven down to the earth, that somehow that tree possessed the the evil and the knowledge that humans should never know. There's some things that humans should never know. Uh, just like you may have kids, there's some things those kids don't need to know. It's it's too much for them. And because of curiosity, mm-hmm. because of curiosity, we as humans, of course did not trust God, we disobeyed him, and as a result, yes, God knew that we would make that decision because he's all-knowing, but he also wanted a people Mm -hmm. that, he also wanted a people that would choose him by faith, and so the whole redemption story is not simply about the fall and our sin and our uh, ability and propensity to disobey God, but really the beautiful part of the gospel is the fact that we can be redeemed and choose the grace of God in our life. And the angels don't have that same choice. And so the angels look on to human beings and say, wow, Mm -hmm. I I can't believe they choose to follow God. And animals don't have that choice. So human beings are very, very unique in that sense. But those are bigger questions that I don't think we'll have the full answer to, Noah, until maybe one day we get to heaven. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's what I think, of course. We cannot have all the answers at this time, but it's good that we know the right, I mean, the God of all truth. That's right. And, and we'll, we'll we'll have it all cleared up for us one day. What do you think, Noah? <laughs> yeah, that's what I believe, because, of course, there are a lot of questions that we cannot have answers at this time, but the main thing is we know Jesus, and that's the most important thing, and he uh, revealed himself to us. Yeah, well, you know, there is this verse in uh, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 12. I know it encourage, it'll encourage you because it encourages me. It says this, Noah, Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror, but then mm-hmm. we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. <laughs> One day, Amen. we're going to know fully. But right now, it's just very dim and very, very uh, unclear. We only see in part. But one day, we will know all things fully. That's a good promise, isn't it? Yeah, very, very good promise. Amen to that. Hey, well, thanks for uh, listening to me from Gaithersburg, Maryland today. Okay, Noah? Thank you so much, Dr. Anderson. Also, I'm... Um trying to write and publish a book and i need your help so also i'll try to give you an email what are you thinking about i'm thinking about publishing a book yeah what that's do you th- why i ask a lot of questions yeah uh-huh what kind of book though it's a christian book and the title is value life and uh it try it tries to speak about the value of life ah, very nice i like it well i'll give you my two cents right now uh, just so you have it, okay? From a publishing standpoint, I can tell okay. you, having published six books on three different publishers, they all would like <clears throat> something called a a book proposal. The question is, what is a book proposal? Mm-hmm. Let me make it real simple what a book proposal is. 
Uh, you're gonna you're gonna write okay. you're gonna write a summary of what the book's gonna be about, and then you're gonna have an out, okay. outline of all the chapters. So let's say you have ten chapters. You're gonna have the ten chapters with the title of the chapter and a short paragraph mm -hmm. about about what that chapter is going to be about. The other thing you're gonna do is you're going to tell them who the target audience is, who you're trying to reach, and what the main message of the book is. If you can get all that together, you've got yourself a book proposal. Then what you do is you send it to okay. a, pu a publisher like IVP, uh, InterVarsity Press, or uh, HarperCollins or whatever. And if you know someone and knows the publisher, it's even better because they can write a cover letter for you. So if I looked at it and read it, I could say to IVP and my publisher over there, hey, this is Noah from Gaithersburg. He wrote this. He wants to write this Christian book. Here's his proposal. Please give a look at it. And then if they like it, they'll directly, they won't even call me, they'll directly call you and say, uh, you know, is this something that you want to do? And then from that point, you have some negotiations of how you want it to be done. So anyway, I hope that helps you a little bit, especially those other people who are aspiring authors who are listening today. I hope that this helps you along the way. Okay, Noah? Thank you so much. It helps. Of course, I have problem with uh, editors. I'm trying to find out very good editors, Christian editors. That's what I'm challenged with now at this time. Yeah, well, there there are a lot of editors uh, out there. You can go to christianpublishing.com, and they can help you out as well, okay? Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate your help. Thank yeah. you for answering my question, too. It is my pleasure, Noah. Well, if you have a question for me, you have a comment, you want to talk about publishing a book, you want to talk about starting a business, you want to talk about church ministry, marriage, parenting, friendship, reconciliation, race, religion, relationships, politics, whatever you want to talk about, guess what? You've got me for another half hour. I've got you. And so let's kick it while we have a chance to do so. And by the way, on Marriage Monday, we talked about marriage ceremonies. What a great show that was. What makes a wedding wonderful? <laughs> I even talked about some of the weddings that I have done in the past that, well, let's just say some of them didn't go so well. <laughs> and I confess that I don't necessarily like doing outdoor weddings. I do them. You know, if I'm going to do a wedding, I'm not going to tell you what to do. If you want to have an outdoor wedding, have an outdoor wedding. You know, that's your thing. And I'll be there. But, Lord, the stress of outdoor weddings, right? Because, you know, Lord, please don't let it rain. Oh, I hope it's not too hot. Oh, the mosquitoes, the flies. Oh, the wind. <laughs> it's like one thing after another. And so it's just a, a trip, outdoor weddings. But see, that was just my personal bias. That was Monday. On Tough Topic Tuesday, we talked about what tough topic is most difficult for you to wrap, wrap your mind around these days. Is it immigration? Is it Iran? Is it reparations? So we had a good conversation with that, and it seemed like reparations took on a lot of the conversation on that day, along with uh, immigration and those at the border. By the way, how sad is that picture of the father and his son, uh, daughter, uh, at at the border, uh, at the Rio Grande, and they uh, unfortunately drowned trying to get to the U.S. Just a, such a sad, sad story. Well, on Wisdom Wednesday, we talked about the wisdom of expressing faith over fear. I asked you, how is your faith these days? How is your faith in God? Is it strengthening or is it weakening? And uh, I, I gave you some biblical passages dealing with faith. And uh, I gave you one passage where Jesus commends a man for his faith and another passage where he actually condemns his disciples for their lack of faith. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday, yes, don't forget about yesterday. 
theological thirst. Do y'all know what we talked about? The theology of animals. <laughs> Why do you think God allows animals and humans to interact? And do you think God wants humans and animals to interact? I thought maybe some of you would think that that was a crazy topic. Got a lot of phone calls. We had a lot of good conversation about it. I enjoyed every minute of it. I've been thinking about animal-human relations for a while. I know that that doesn't even sound right. But uh, seriously, why would God allow the grace of uh, animals into our lives? When I was studying in England, Oxford uh, University, I was doing some studies over there. And when we saw homeless people in Oxford, uh, like a homeless man on the side of the road, guess what? They had dogs. The homeless people had dogs. Come to find out the government would allow them and even give them a pet. So even when they were sleeping on the street and receiving help from uh, passerbys, people who were passing by, you would bless them, but you'd also see them with the dog. Even a homeless person can love and be loved, and that dog doesn't care. Uh, They're just loving you no matter what. I just thought that was such a beautiful thing. Anyway, as soon as I get back, I'm going to Anonymous. Not sure which city you're in, Anonymous. I'm coming to you. And I also want to come to you. So if you want to grab one of these open lines while I still have it, now's the time to get in where you fit in. Here's the number, 888-43-BRIDGE. I know I don't deserve to touch the mic, bro. But it's praying for something that I would fight for. I'm in the lab with this pen in the pen. Hi, I'm Chuck Teets of A-Action Home Services. When you call our stand-up guys, you can expect they'll show up with our warehouse on wheels, introduce themselves with their unique qualifications, and of course, they'll be wearing shoe covers. But most importantly, before they do any work, they'll share options with you, including upfront pricing, so you decide what's best. So for stress-free electrical, plumbing, and heating service, call us today at 703-922-1900. This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. Nearly 400 years ago, Harvard, named after a Puritan minister, was founded to educate clergy. Some 65 years later, Yale was founded to do the same. Today, the two institutions share the common pursuits of denying God's existence and decrying man's. That was on display during the annual gridiron meeting between the two schools recently as students from both institutions stage a climate change sit-in at the 50-yard line delaying the game for almost an hour. Who are they protesting? The leftist professors who indoctrinated them? Or the wealthy donors who underrate those leftist professors? And why exactly is Frankenstein pummeling his creators? This display of conspicuous conviction at midfield was the pursuit of social status, not a policy change. They don't really care if you give up your private plane or SUV, and they don't care whether the school's endowments divest from fossil fuel companies. Their only demand is that you applaud them just as they applaud themselves. I'm Dan Prop. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. Hello, neighbor. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Based on the true story of the friendship between Mr. Rogers and a cynical journalist. You love broken people like me. Sometimes we have to ask for help. 
and that's okay. Starring Tom Hanks and Matthew Reese. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters now. For tickets and showtimes, go to resources.abeautifulday.movie. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Over the last few months, my fellow Salem talk show hosts and I have been speaking across the country at the War for America's Soul Tour. Thousands of people have attended these sold-out events. We discuss the attacks against our Constitution, radical socialism, open borders, and other matters affecting the U.S. of A. You need to hear the truth about what's at stake ahead of our next election. You can now watch the events on demand or even buy the DVD. Just go to WatchSalemMedia.com. WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. It's open phone in Friday. What do you want to talk to me about? You've got another 30 minutes to give me a call. My number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. Any question you want to ask me, now's the time to do it. I open up Fridays just for that, whether it's a theological question or a marriage question, whatever it may be, let's kick it while we can. And big shout-out to Miss Sandy Pope and Kimberly Pope and Alice Kennedy, uh, who are on my Facebook page, and uh, Sana Salaman. Uh, Solomon, uh, let me just say uh, happy birthday to your 29-year-old son, and we pray God's favor and blessing over him as well as over you. If you want to give me a call, my phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Anonymous. Hello, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for calling. What okay, do you think? Okay, this is the... You're welcome. This is the issue. An associate of mine was dating a gentleman. She became pregnant. The relationship ended. However, the gentleman informed her that he did not want anything to do with the child. She went into a very bad depression, and she was trying to decide whether or not she was going to keep the child or maybe get an abortion. However, she kept the child, but she was still going through um, different types of depression, I believe. Uh, she met a woman, and she shared all her personal information with the woman. Mm-hmm. And the woman introduced her to another lady. This other lady was in the Navy. So what had happened was the lady uh, agreed to they get married and told her that they had to stay married for two years. After two years... She could go her way, and uh, the other lady could go her way with no strings attached. However, and and the lady, and the the reason why she offered to get married because the lady was single, and the lady, the single lady, told my the associate that, and she had to marry her. They had to be married for two years because being two being married for two years, she would get more money as opposed to not being married. So the associate, she agreed to doing that. This lady put her name on the lady's birth certificate. She signed her DI bill over to uh, my associate. And anyway, that relationship, it had to end because when I talked to the associate, I informed her that doing that type of, uh, agreement that that was 
fraud. And the woman that did it say, uh, that's it's no big deal. Guys do it all the time. So anyway, now the woman is trying to take the lady's child. And I told the, the associate, I said, you need to go to the FBI and you need to go to the Navy and report it because it's fraud and you can't let it go on, you know, because the more it goes on, the, the, the longer that she's going to have control over you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm calling you to give you uh, some of the information that ask if you are familiar with any lawyers or, or somebody who, that yeah. can help uh, the associate with this issue that she's going through. What state does the associate because the live child in? Is, the child is involved, and mm-hmm. it has already been the court in terms of in terms of child support. However, when the child, she said, when the child comes back, the child is not the same. The child sure. is sure. What state? Uh, anonymous. Anonymous. Just, anonymous. What state does your associate live in? Uh, the, the, the incident happened, the, the, the uh, marriage happened in Baltimore. Okay, let me give you the number of, uh, of an attorney that can help you, okay? You ready? Okay, yes. Okay, it's James McCollum. He's uh, very trustworthy and associates. His phone number is 301-864. 301. Uh-huh, 864. 301-864. Yes, 6070. Uh, tell him that you, tell him that you heard uh, his number from my radio program. Um, you uh, you are right in a couple of things, but also you need to understand she needs legal counsel because she entered into this uh, not under duress. She entered into this knowing uh, that what she was doing was wrong. So she may want to talk to a lawyer. I wouldn't suggest going to the FBI right away or any of the authorities without getting legal counsel because she doesn't want to jeopardize her own situation because she could be uh, in compliance with this person in the Navy. Yes, guys do it all the time. They they will marry a, a woman out of convenience who has a child. They then can receive more money. And then also the, the person with the child can receive some benefits. So it's a marriage of convenience. They do it all the time. So in this case, you have a woman doing it with a woman, but it's the same thing that men have done. I am not calling it right because I believe that marriage shouldn't be out of convenience but out of calling. However, uh, the reality is they may not have broken any laws. If they both went into this uh, with the idea of marriage and nobody was uh, defrauding the other person, it may not be a fraud case. However, what I would say is make sure she calls James McCollum and let her talk to him directly about the details. And we just pray that this child uh, will be taken care of regardless of what's going on with the inconvenient marriage. Hey, thanks for calling Anonymous. I've got to run to my break. As soon as I get back, I'm going to Bowie, Maryland, and I'm going to come to you. So if you want to grab a line, do it now. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. 
I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Big shout out to my Facebook listeners and viewers. Hello, Farrah Nas. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Hey, listen, if you have uh, waterproofing issues in your home, make sure you call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com or give them a call uh, directly. They would love to hear from you. Just tell them Dr. Anderson sent you, 844-980-3707. Let's go to Bowie, Maryland and talk to Paul, who's on the line. Hey, Paul, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm good, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I just want to appreciate the good work that you are doing. Thank As you. a Christian man, um, I want to make a contribution. Um, I come from the southern Cameroon, yes. where um, there is a genocide currently going on. I'm yes. a keen listener to your program, um, and I'm in love with your program because it's very, very educative. However, I think we could use this medium to cry out to the um, entire world regarding what is going on now in the southern Cameroon. Mm-hmm. There is a genocide currently going on in the southern Cameroon yeah. being orchestrated by the Bia regime. Mm. President Bia is killing God's own people in the southern Cameroon. Mm. Right now, as we speak, this, all the streets are littered with human corpses. And mm. I want to say that more than 290 villages have been raised to ashes. Yeah, that There's is. Nobody in the entire. Yeah, that is. That is. Te- hey, you better know what, Paul? Thanks a lot for calling. Uh, that's a terrible thing. I got to let you go. I don't want to use the microphone to uh, put out all of your political opinions. But we do pray for the country of Cameroon and for those that are uh, dying. We ask that God's uh, peace would come over that country and that God would do 
uh, what uh, he needs to do in order to bring a reconciliation. I can hear your heart through your phone call. Thank you so much for that. Uh, 888-432-7434 is my number. If you want to give me a call, ask me a question, talk about something that's on your heart with, with regard to race, religion, relationships, politics, education, however you uh, want to connect with me. You only have about 15 minutes, a little less than that to do that. So my lines are open. Here's the number again, 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888 Three, four. So give me a call. So, you know, yesterday we talked about the theology of animals and uh, how God can use animals to teach us love, how God can use animals to teach us not to be uh, so judgmental. Isn't it interesting how an animal uh, doesn't necessarily judge you? Uh, so uh, no matter what your condition is, that dog is there or that pet is there to spend time just uh, loving on you. I just think it's really, really interesting. And I'm still trying to figure out uh, maybe not figure out, but even appreciate God for uh, creating uh, animals. Uh, when you when you think about it, back in the Garden of Eden, animals and humans evidently could talk, and uh, it wasn't crazy. I mean, I guess animals and humans communicate now, so it can't be that crazy because you talk to your dogs or your cats, and they talk to you. So, I mean, and you talk to horses or whatever the pets are, you talk to them, right? And sometimes they talk back to you. They use their own language, but they're talking back to you. Uh, they, you know, so it's not abnormal, but I believe that in the days of the Garden of Eden, they could understand human language and humans understood animal language where they could just talk. And you might think that that's crazy until you look at the very core of the reason why we need redemption. And that is that Eve was talking to a snake. <laughs> I mean, that's an animal. And there's nowhere in the tech that made it seem like, uh, wow, you know, she was surprised that a snake was talking to her. I mean, it was just seemed like it was normal. You know, and so like me talking to you right now, and yet they were having a conversation, and it wasn't a dumb conversation. It was a conversation that was very meaty, very theological, very spiritual about God himself and what he had commanded of one. And so it was a, a, a intellectual, stimulating conversation between a human being and an animal. So if you think that what I'm saying is, is crazy, realize that your whole faith is based on a story of sin that happened because of a woman and a man who bit into fruit from a tree uh, that God told them not to eat from because of a conversation uh, between a human and an animal. So when you think about it like that, it's all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, maybe it's not so crazy. <laughs> so anyway, uh, good stuff, right? Okay, let me go right back to the phone lines. Anonymous is in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Let me go there. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Hi, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for calling. What are you thinking? Okay, hang on now. Are you on a a speaker or something? Because your phone just went out on me. Oh, uh, no, I'm driving. Hold on. Okay. Just okay, is it this better? No, much better. Thank you. So what's your question? Okay. My question is, I noticed that there are a lot of churches and pastors that are popping up, or maybe they've already been here, and I don't understand it. They're, they're actually saying, hey, we are gay pastors, we are gay church. I was in a restaurant, and I saw something the other day on a flyer that says, best gay church, best gay pastor, and I almost fainted, because I really don't understand. I am a believer, mm -hmm. and I know my Bible, and I don't understand how... 
So let's see. How can you declare that you're a believer and be open when practicing that? Yeah. Please give me some insight. So let me uh, let me do the best that I can, Anonymous. I'm not going to say I'm an expert on it, but I'm going to try to do my best, okay? <laughs> Here's And I'll, I'll let you go because you're going in and out on me so you can at least listen. Um, but, yeah, so gay pastors, gay churches, what do I, I think about that? I feel a couple ways. Uh, first of all, let's just say you are a believer in Jesus Christ and you are same-sex attracted and you are part of the LGBT community. You feel like this is who you are. You're tired of, of hiding it. You are uh, gay. All right. Now, it doesn't mean you got to act on it, but let's at least get to the part where you're honest and look, I'm gay. I, 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 I like women or I like men or I like the person of the same sex and this is how, how I am. I've tried liking opposite sex. I just don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, and uh, to try to convince uh, uh, somebody who's LGBT uh, to like the opposite sex would be trying to, uh, you know, get me to like the same sex. It's not going to happen. Okay. So then what do they do? If they are a believer, what do they do? Are they allowed to share that in a in a straight evangelical Christian church without being judged? Probably not. Are they going to be able to serve in ministry? Well, uh, probably not. So where do you go with that? If, that? if that is your condition, if that is your situation, if that is your lot, let's not even ask where it came from, whether I was born this way, whether I was turned this way, it doesn't matter. This is just the way I am. Where do I worship? And who do I worship with? Now, think about your church, Anonymous. Can that person come to your church, worship in your church, read scripture in your church, uh, serve in your church as an openly gay person who's not even practicing? If they can, praise God. You've got an awesome church of love. But if they can't, then where do they go to strengthen their faith? Where do they go to grow in Jesus? Where do they go to find repentance and love and and, and spiritual uh, growth? Where do they go? Hence, gay churches. Churches where other people like them come together who say, we're trying to worship Jesus. But, yeah, we've got this we've got this thing. And so, in a sense, I'm not for them, gay churches, but in a sense, I kind of am. And I know that's talking out of both sides of my mouth. What I prefer is that they'd be welcomed and integrated into your church, my church, Bridgeway, community church that I lead. Because if they're they're welcome here, then they don't need to go there. But if we're not going to let them do everything here, we're not going to let them lead, we're not going to let them uh, teach or or become partners or elders or, or pastors or whatever it may be, then... There needs to be a place for them to go. So I kind of look at it like that. Uh, where can someone go and grow spiritually and study God's word without judgment? And if they can't do it in your church, then where? I might say, you know what? There's a church down the street that's 100% affirming. Go to that one. Or make your church at least partially open and welcoming. That's where we are. We're not 100% affirming, but we try to be welcoming, engaging can at least be there uh i know i got to go to this break but if you can at least be there uh that's somewhere to help them let's think about it from their standpoint and try to help them this is real talk with dr david anderson i'll be right back
Tis the season to eat and be merry. If holiday enjoyment leaves you feeling painfully bloated, don't worry. Relief is here. Introducing Atrantil. Developed by a board-certified gastroenterologist, it relieves bloating where it starts, in the small bowel. That's why Atrantil works where other remedies don't. In clinical studies, 88% of bloating sufferers found Atrantil relieved their symptoms. And it's available over-the-counter without a prescription. A friend recommended Atrantil, and I had great results. I was so bloated and full, it was miserable. But the product started to work almost immediately. Atrantil is not another probiotic or digestive enzyme. It's made from a patented combination of powerful polyphenols. Plus, it's natural, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Atrantil turned my holiday bloating right around. Eat and be merry this season with Atrantil. Find Atrantil at Amazon.com, your local retailer, or for a special holiday offer, go to bloat411.com. That's bloat411.com. Atrantil. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story, and I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more at wava.com, keyword Alaska. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? Are you receiving your share of the leads? If you're not effectively using digital media, you could be losing sales by the second. Even worse, your customers can be grabbed up one by one, never to return. Not sure if you're losing out to the competition? Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. Salem Surround is a full-service digital agency providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn more how we can help you place your advertising message in front of today's digital consumers. Salem Surround helps deliver customers by putting your business message in front of the right person at the right time. Learn more at surrounddc.com. Surrounddc.com. Connecting you with new customers. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the oneplace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. Thank you so very much for your support. 
Don't forget that Saturdays at 7 o'clock, my show comes on. It's a special 30-minute program, so make sure you put that uh, in your uh, alarm system and calendar there. Make sure when you go to church on Sunday, you bring your offering with you or at least send it uh, electronically. And go bring your praise, most of all, so you can worship Almighty God. And uh, I've told you before, I'll tell you again, if you need a great real estate agent in Maryland, you want to make sure to call Maria Weaver. She is excellent at selling and purchasing homes for you. Her number is 443-656-0687. Let me go to my final phone call. Pat is in Alexandria, Virginia. Hello, Pat. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. I've only got about a minute left. What are you thinking today, Miss Pat? Okay, what I'm thinking, Dr. Anderson, is that for, since this week started, I've been driving home at night late from work, go, going down the main highway, um, going into Prince George's County from Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and there's this deer that's probably been hit. And I guess his legs are broken or something, but he's still alive. And he's sitting, like, on the side of the road in the grass. Hmm. And I've called the wildlife people, and um, and I've called several times and left several messages since Wednesday I've been calling. Hmm. I called this morning. And when I didn't get any response back, and they said they would call me back, and they didn't. Hmm. So then they give this other number to, like, the police department. So I called them. Hmm. And they said, well, that other number is supposed to take care of that. And I said, well, I called them, but... You know, I got your number, and so I'm calling you, and I'm hoping somebody will do their job. Because this little deer, well, my question is, do you think I'm putting too much into this? Am I overthinking this thing? Is it bothering me too are you much saying, about this deer? Are you saying it's been several days and the deer is still there with broken legs? Yes. Yes, sir. Huh, that's hard to believe. Well, I think you've done your job. You call them and let tell them what uh, is going on. But there's not much else you can do with it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go any further than that. That's unfortunate. Um, but I'm surprised the deer is still there because either the deer would pass or another animal would get to it or something. So that really does surprise me, and it's sad to see. But I'm not sure what else you can do. I wouldn't say go out and get a gun and kill it. You know, which if you were out on a farm and you, and you had a gun, take if it's in misery, take it out of its misery. But maybe it's not in misery. I, I just don't know. But I think you've done your civil duty. You just got to leave it up to them. I mean, if you want to call them back one more time and say, listen, you know, you need to take care of this, fine. But up after that, there's really nothing else you can do, unfortunately. Okay, Pat? Okay, Dr. Anderson. Thank you so much. That, that does help relieve my, my, my heart a little bit. So yeah. I do appreciate that. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. And I know God appreciates your compassion for his creatures, okay? Okay. God bless you. Have a great day, Dr. Anderson. You too now. Well, let's pray together, Lord. Even for that deer, we just pray that uh, uh, you get the deer the help it needs, Lord. Uh, We don't want it suffering. We know your son has suffered enough for all of us. So uh, we just pray for a quick death or some kind of healing for that deer. And Lord, we pray for the worship services this weekend as well. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.